Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. On this channel, we have simple goals. We want to inspire investors to move forward. We want to create belief that one rental at a time is possible. And we want to help you take positive steps forward. If you want to learn more about your host, Michael Zuber, please go to Amazon and buy his book, self-titled or self-published, One Rental at a Time. I believe there's a link in the description. If you're ready to get started with buy and hold rentals, but unsure what to do, I strongly encourage you to consider buying our online course. It gives you the tools to get started, help you learn your market, allows you to compare deals, and so much more. Lastly, by buying the course, you are granted access to a private Facebook group where I and my students interact daily. Everyone is equal, and we just keep helping everyone move forward. It is so much fun to watch, and again, I believe a link is in the description. With that, on with the show. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. Uh, I'm bringing back a guest that we had on, let's call it two weeks ago. He brought a ton of value, but we're gonna, we're gonna change it up. Uh, this, this particular guest actually uh, while they had re real estate experience before, actually decided to invest in my online course, uh, how to get started one rental at a time. And I'm like, you know what? We should talk to him, see what he thought, see what he liked, what he didn't like, and go from there. So let's welcome Kevin Legrande to the show. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm well, Michael. Thank you for having me back. Oh, excellent. It was a lot of fun last time, man. You're, you're fun to speak with. Oh, that's great. Thanks. I appreciate that. Same here. <laughs> Same as here. Very cool. Except well, I get a little more fill of view because I get to listen every day. Ah, there you go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just in case somebody haven't watched your last video, Kevin, do me a favor. Tell them who you are, where you invest, what, what you do, and then and we'll go from there. Sure. So um, I am born and raised in, in the Northeast, in Northern New Jersey, just outside of Manhattan. I am one of those folks who can invest in his own backyard. So I'm about an hour and six minute plane ride out to my market in Ohio. So uh, I guess it's just as easy as driving. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, I've looked out of state um, for an area to invest. So, you know, again, that's why um, investing what I think is a small amount into your course really helped me actually to accelerate to where I'm at now. I'm actually closing on two more deals. Wow. Post your, uh, post your course, uh, actually Friday coming up. Nice. Well, we are definitely going to break those apart because that's always fun. Uh, and as I recall from our show, you invest in, in Ohio, but not in the kind of, I don't know what you would call it. The ones that are all over the press, all those big markets. No. Yeah. You're in one of those little <laughs> suburbs, you know, out of the way markets that nobody else is jumping into. So uh, that, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm near an airport, but it's not Cleveland or Columbus. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's less competitive, but there's a lot going on, you know, um, just understanding the area. There's a lot of growth and development and moving in of residents and things. So, very cool. You, know, you can find little niches everywhere, I guess. That's right. That's right. And again, if you learn your market, right, it doesn't matter where it is. So that, that that's pretty cool. So why and don't we'll we talk about this too, right? The team, yep. the team yep. will help you. 
Absolutely. I, I actually need to take that down, make sure we speak on that. So let's remind folks, as you, you, you came into this, right? You probably were following me online a little bit, maybe read my book, and then you still made the choice to invest in the course. But let's remind people where you were at pre-course, right? You had done some real sure. estate investments. Kind of, kind of give them your background pre-course. Sure. Um, after a lot of investment in other courses and just maybe too much shiny object syndrome, I couldn't really get focused. Mm -hmm. So it's spent a lot of time making mistakes and I try to flip. Uh, it was successful, but it was a lot of work <laughs> for a full-time uh, employee, right? Um, I turned over some previous houses that we owned into residential, into rentals here in New Jersey, but the cash flow is nearly impossible to get in this area. So it barely breaks even. So looking for better, better investments. Mm -hmm. I had started outside my current area, I guess, fumbling through and not knowing if I was getting a great deal or not. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so I put my feet down in two different markets and kind of let it sit. And once I decided that one market I really liked, I was in this place where I was like, okay, I know I want to accelerate here, but uh, being ultra conservative, only putting cash down, right? That was our background. It was like, you know, I had gotten burned a number of times on 110% mortgages or whatever. I think it was 102% I calculated that. Yeah. Um, I wanted, you know, we were buying with only cash and in order to get more comfortable and realize the value of the cash that we have, mm -hmm. um, I heard that on your podcast and I said, this is why I have to get this course and just get into the nuts and bolts of this so I can really feel confident diving into this market. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And if I remember your story, it kind of begins with you and your brother spending yes. thousands of dollars you really didn't have on some, something else, some other thing. Yes, which I think if we could have just not spent all that money and had some investable cash and focused on maybe one of those courses, yeah, uh, might have been a different story. But Very cool. lesson learned for everybody who's listening today. Yeah, the, <laughs> the whole yeah, go, going to, going an inch in twenty directions means you go nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very exactly. cool. All right, so you make the choice. You you know you take out the credit card, you buy it online. You know, a couple hundred bucks. Um, what, what'd you do? Right. Did you, were you one of those folks that bought it and dove right in? Did you let it sit there for a little while? What, what was, what'd you do, Kevin? Well, what I love about the course is it was already in my busy lifestyle learning style. So, um, video oriented. Mm -hmm. Um, so I dove right in and just started listening. I'm a salesperson, so I'm in the car often. So instead of the radio, I listen to podcasts, YouTube videos, et cetera. So uh, basically what I was doing was listening to the audio on those while I was driving. Nice. So the first section and the second section, I probably dove right into the first three days, right? Um, yeah. And what I love about them is they're anywhere from like seven minutes, four to seven minutes up to maybe when you get into the real meat and potatoes, about 25 minutes. Yep. So for someone like me, uh, type A <laughs> traveling salesperson, like very, you know, you can get great information out of short clips and that's all you really need yeah. in order to take action. Yeah. And it was important for me as, as someone really the same guy, right. That salesperson on a plane all the time, you know, just all over that I wanted to produce. I just wanted to get into it. Right. I didn't want to be one of those courses I've seen where, you know, you're, you're into it two hours and you haven't done anything yet. Right. You talk about your why or all this yeah. fluffy stuff. I'm like, Nope. We're going to jump right in. You're going to do some homework right away. And did, uh, did that come through? 
Absolutely. And the, I mean, if you just look at the, the outline of the course, all of that, all you're talking about your why is at the end, whereas I yeah. think most people focus on your why up front. And I believe that that is important. Mm -hmm. But if you're only dreaming, you're not really doing. Yes. So this really kind of got you into when you walk through it right away, you're like, wow, this is doable. Right. And as you start to see good deals right away, because it's that simple, yeah. um, you start to think, okay, now how can I, so, so your mindset changes because right away you're like, all right, that's a good deal. So now I have to start figuring out how can I afford this or what should I, should I finance, how much leverage, et cetera. And if you keep going through the course, all those questions get answered, which oh. is great. I'm glad because that, that was, I debated that for a while. I mean, it, I don't, it obviously doesn't come through in the course, but I debated, you know, do you do it the same way everybody else does it? Or do I keep trying to be different? And of course I went the different route. I'm like, no, if somebody's going to buy this course, I want them to start doing stuff in their market day one. Like, I think it's like video three that the work starts. I think I did a here I am video and then like a, a, a quick one, you know, time to get, time to get going video. And then it's like, okay, time for work. Right. And you had, you had to make some choices, right? You had to pick a market and asset type. And, you know, um, was that interesting or hard for you or did coming out of the gate hot like that? You know, what, did, what, what happened? Um, it's, it certainly wasn't hard. <laughs> the one yeah. thing that you, you know, promote all the time and I think is, is the right thing is start with a spreadsheet that's super simple, maybe five columns, yeah. right? And then you could add as you go, but just like you said in one of the videos, like it just slims down. I added square footage and price <laughs> per square foot and all this stuff, which, <laughs> you know, again, and whatever you need to do to feel comfortable, but yes. then you could potentially get into that overanalyze phase. Yeah. Um, but as you roll into focusing on the yield and changing the variables, you realize, okay, I can slim this down. I left a lot of that information in the sheet that I currently use daily. Sure. But, you know, as I'm picking kind of my next deal, this one or that one, when I'm going from like, good to great to outstanding is when yeah. I'll, I'll start to pull in some of those got really minutia variables, but yeah. not necessary. Right. But yeah, no, um, it, at the same good. time, yeah, very helpful. Yeah. And I love, I love, I love that you're using the vocabulary of the cur the, the course, because that's really what I'm trying to help people. If you do the work and you focus, you should understand what your market, whatever it is produces. Right. So in your yeah. market, what is an average deal? Right. After you did the homework for a while, what, what's average? Is it eight, six, five, 12? Inside the bell curve is seven. Okay. So if an average deal, we'll just call it seven. Um, which again, I don't do those deals. Don't, don't be average, but do the work to figure out what average is. Right. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So then uh, uh, that's totally where do you go key. from there? <laughs> yeah. And then where do you go so, from there? So, what is great? Yeah without changing any variables, right? I started to hone in on, um, so what's above seven, right? Yeah. But now like I had, I had a lot of, I actually had a lot of choices. So I was like, okay, we're going 12 and above. Wow. And then okay. what, but what you find is 12 and above, right? You, you have to understand everything we've learned. 12 and above, some of those were $40,000 houses that mm. somebody maybe had turned over. Yep. They had like either they needed a lot of money in or someone had turned them over. But when you, you got to say to yourself, when the average 
you know, for me, you know, the average market price is around $75,000. Okay. So for me, when something's 40 and brand new turned, you, you got to wonder what's going on. Yeah. And so, again, remember, you're an hour and six minute airplane away, right? So the spreadsheet should yeah, also send warning. I, I will yeah, send warning, right? Yeah. And, and um, in your in your group, right? I, you yeah. know, you see me asking like, okay, I'm going out to the market again. Like yep. what's, what's something you do every time you, you should go out to the market. I, I don't yeah. recommend not going right. Because um, I happen to know like, yep. I bet you when I go on the map view and realtor, this one that's 40 is probably in that neighborhood of my zip code that I just don't feel comfortable. Yep. I don't want to send families to live in. Yeah. You know, and, and so, and, and lo and behold, you find it. But when the hair stands up on the back of your neck because you know a good deal and you click on it and all of a sudden the map view is it, you're like, ah, oh, it's got to be in that neighborhood. And it's in like one of your target neighborhoods, man, the hair on your back stands up. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, we're writing an offer. <laughs> exactly. And those are the ones that um, you got to have a really good team for because uh, I missed out on two because it's just too slow. Yeah. Very cool. Make well, it quick. Yeah. So again, so kind of coming out of the gate, you're building this ideally simple spreadsheet it's really just to get the muscle memory of looking every day, right? Did you start to see ebbs and flows in the market just by executing a, an activity? What, what was it like 15 or 20 minutes a day for you? Yeah. Um, I, I sort to my very, my primary list, you know, we yep. talk about your circles in the course about getting more and more lists. My primary list, believe it or not, had 72, okay. three bedrooms, one bath. So I've eliminated, I limited all the two ones, uh, which are in the market and rentable, you know, definitely. But um, sure. the three ones make me competitive, you know, against those two, two ones. Uh, so 72, but then there's these pockets of the market that I don't necessarily like. So I'm down to about 50. Okay. Um, and yeah, so, so with those 50 and then on a daily, right, when I don't have a lot of time, I get in my price range and then the ones that are like up at the $150,000 mark, which are ridiculous. Yeah. I'm actually not watching those price drops every day only because like a $5,000 price drop in there, it's still not a deal for me. Right. No, that's but right. what I'm focused. Yeah. What I'm focused more in on are those below my market average okay. and are dropping price by 5,000, maybe weekly or monthly. Wow. Like those are becoming good deals. Right. Yeah. And then um, the last two I closed, for example, were, I don't want to call them probate, but they had, they were owners that had passed and now were left to children. And, the, and I was like, all right, let's go in low on these. Yeah. The high likelihood of acceptance on those. So well below the market. On those. Nice. Now, was that, now were they actually in the MLS or did, was it a, a friend of a friend kind of pocket listing or what's the deal? I stuck to the course and I stayed in the MLS, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but when you, and I went out to see them uh, okay. and the realtor I have has been in the market for 30 years. Nice. Uh, and when she and I walked into the homes, it's like, yeah, this, this was somebody's mom's house. Yeah. It's in great shape, very well taken care of. Um, let's put the, let's, you know, they probably just want to offload this, right? Yeah. The price has been coming down. Let's just go ahead and, and put an offer. So we, between the realtor and I, we had this feel like which one's going to take. Cause yeah. you, you get to know it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. You, you do something every day for enough time. You actually do start to feel the market and kind of see at least the near future. Um, that, that's exactly right. what should happen. So I am curious. So what was the last number they were listed for roughly? If you remember. 
so okay so let's talk about one three bedroom one bath it was okay. it was listed at 70 okay which is was about five below the market all for right a three one um i i watched that price come down from 80 okay and then when the price dropped to 64.9 i came in at 59 nice so what was it at a what was the yield because that's really what the course is all about is getting to the yield what was it at 64.9 so given the variables that I have, and sure. we can talk about how I solidify those, that was a 14%. At 64.9. Oh, no, sorry. At 64.9, that was 12. Okay. Uh, probably 11 and a half. I okay. moved out my decimal place. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said, and then again, right? List price is just a number. You can yep. absolutely come in lower. And frankly, I think I wrote one full price offer this year. Um, as an example, right? I, I don't, yep. and, and generally my offers are, I mean, they're, they're, I bet you I wrote more offers 20% below asking than I wrote above 20%. Well, if that makes sense, yeah. I don't know, whatever, whatever. I write cheap offers because I only want the ones that work. So that, absolutely. And then, you know, the alternative, the second one I'm closing Friday was a duplex because again, I'm in different, you know, I, you can do multiple markets of this yeah. thing. Um, that one came that on the day that I was looking with my realtor came on that day, knew it was a great deal. I did give that one on a full price offer yeah. um, well, because well, it was, it yeah. was the deal I was looking for. <laughs> and yeah. I know there's, um, for duplexes in this market, there are very few of them. And, um, at this price point, it like, I, I even went back after inspection. I was like, Hey, this little thing. And the seller's uh, agent was just like, there are four other offers behind you. Like yeah. just in case you don't want to take this one. So I, you know, it's, you know, it's a great deal. You did it. And I was yeah. just like, okay, no problem. Backing yeah. down on that one. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. worries. We're good. So that's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What, so I'm just curious, what's a duplex run in your market? So uh, duplex runs about 79. Wow. Um, and one, one, are... two ones. What, what are they? two ones and that's turned over. So that's, wow. you know, refurbished nice. Um, and those will rent for 650 to 700. <laughs> so you get 1400 rent on a 80 K purchase. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. That doesn't what, suck. That's pretty good. And what I love about that is in its lowest, when I look at history and I talk to the property managers and its lowest is 550. Okay. Oh, okay. In a down market. Right. Yeah. 550. So even at 550 with leverage, this thing's going to cash flow me 300 bucks. Control your downside. The upside takes care of itself. I like it. That's it. That's it. Hey, follow you. I, listen, it's yeah. not hard guys. <laughs> I just, I, I try to listen and be a good student and I think it works. That's yeah, very cool. So one thing I know I want to talk about, because step one of the course is basically, uh, basically what my goal of that section was create a daily activity and, and simplify, simplify, simplify. Step two of the course is, okay, let's get comfortable with math, right? It's basically yeah. where I introduce the yield and I, I start playing with variables. And, um, you know, some people like numbers and some people are afraid of numbers. So did I simplify it enough for, for anyone, regardless of their kind of appetite for math? Absolutely. I think that folks, when they look at, like, for example, the default interest rate that you put in there yep. uh, gets, you know, because there's a a formula and stuff. And I don't want anybody to be scared of that because all you need to do, and as you pre-qualify for this stuff, like for example, I pre-qualified the lender and they're like, look at this one, you're going to get a 5.3. Um, so, you know, you can go into, even on realtor, the calculator's right there. Mm -hmm. You can put in your purchase price 5.3 and how much you're going to put down and you'll have a number. Yep. 
right? So just go ahead and, and you can just pop that in, right? So it takes away the formula, right? So you don't yeah. have to get, don't get nervous about that stuff. It's just, it's a, that's a placeholder so that you can have some sort of a comparison. Yeah. But as you get more and more serious and you get a prequal and you have a rate that's current, you could just go ahead and just use the, cal- the mortgage calculators. They're fairly close to it. I mean, it yeah. was like off by a couple dollars. Yeah. So I, I, I had to put something there because the last thing I wanted to do was produce a spreadsheet that produced an NA, right? Not, not available or yeah, some yeah, kind of no null result or whatever. So that's really cool. And then really this whole course is building up to step three, right? Where you merge spreadsheet one and spreadsheet two. And, and did that create any aha moments for you? Or, or what was that like when you finally got there? Oh, this is where you can kind of really get down in the weeds. You just keep playing and changing variables. And you're like, what if, what if, what if, which is great. So um, you just got to be careful not to just overanalyze any one deal. But at the same time, um, you know, some things that aren't going to change quite too much, especially for us in the beginning, is if you're just going to go to like a mortgage lender, for example, that rate isn't going to change too much. Yeah, you're going to lock in, et cetera. But this is the current rate. So that variable doesn't have to change so much. But what you're going to offer is on, offer on purchase price mm-hmm. and how that changes the yield is different. And then once you talk to a property manager and get a solid estimate on rents, mm-hmm. you know, use a conservative estimate, plug that in, right? And say, yeah. okay, you know, like in a good market, this will rent for 800. In a bad market, it'll rent for 730, 700. And you can really see how bad that yield changes. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I think worked for me was, okay, in, the, in a bad market, like these guys told me, this is going to rent for 750. The lowest this yield is going to go at this purchase price is above the average of 7%, right? It just, it becomes, so, like, all right. So, um, and gosh, and I would just drop it down to like what a single family would rent for, for a two, one. Yeah. And it would go, it would go to 5%. I'm like, okay. I had all Worst this money case. sitting in. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I, I had all this money sitting in the bank, and it made me twenty bucks this quarter. You know, so <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Very cool. And then, as you get as you exit step three, you know, you kind of just get into team and wise and all those bonus videos. Um, anything you want to call out? Kind of what what else stuck to you in the rest of the course? Yeah. So the property manager video. Uh, it's a great one. Um, not in this market, but in another man- market, I have to fire my property manager and fire another one. I'm actually employing that whole video right now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's good just to have the questions to ask, to know, you know, there's questions that are on your mind, but you start with these basics. And as you start that dialogue with right. the property manager, now the questions that are on your mind, the things that I'm probably more comfortable, um, like, for example, on one of my rentals, I had a porch breakdown and it's got to be fixed. I don't get worried about that stuff, but it, I can see for a new person, you know, that that would make you worry. But those are the kind of questions you'll start to ask. This is what makes me nervous. How do we limit these prices and things like that? And, and you know, those are the conversations. It's a great conversation starter with a property manager. If you've never had that conversation before. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, I guess the biggest question for me is what's changed in your business post course versus pre course, right? What, how is your business different after making this, you know, $200 investment? Sure. So pre-course, I was doing maybe one a year, all cash in, totally conservative. And I was slow and I was probably not going to build the wealth I would like to build mm. um, by the, you know, we have a goal to T minus 13 years, 12, 13 years from retiring at <laughs> 55. So I just wasn't going to make it before. Right. Um, and now, uh, the value that I have for the cash, 
right? Rather than putting it all in and potentially making a mistake because I've thought about buying cheap and spending my money, right? But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm buying things in really good condition. I mean, the inspector that came through on these last two that were closing, he was like, he, he came back to the property manager. He was like, I wouldn't do anything like a little cleaning and like, let's get them rented. You know, yeah. so those are the kind of things we're looking for. Um, and so that values my cash. So rather than, you know, potentially putting, you know, 18, 25 in and then having surprises, I'm, you know, spending up front on good quality and getting inspections and having things repaired up front so that I can just rely on this rental income coming through. Now, what does that do for me? It accelerates. I have two closing instead of one this whole year. Um, because I continue with the daily activities, when I go out after these close and I go out and hand the keys over to property manager, whatever, I'm looking at a couple more. That's right. Um, yeah. So, and, and I know how much capital I have and how many I can make this year and then, you know, get back to work, yep. work hard, make my commissions and maybe hopefully have four next year. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Instead of one to two to four. Right. I'm just, so what has it done for my business? I think it really accelerates and puts my capital to work the best way it possibly can. Yeah. What I took from that is you took a couple of key things from the course. One is you're valuing your cash, right? I, I saw too many people take the cheap route and just burn their cash uh, and make unwise investments, right? It's, it's, it's a poor return, especially in an environment where you can get 30 year money below 5%. I mean, it's, it, it's crazy. Um, so that, that's cool. Uh, and then, um, you know what a good, great and outstanding deal is and, and you will get creative if an outstanding deal comes along. You'll, you'll, you got it. you'll find a way, <laughs> right? That's, it's just that mindset expands and, um, I'm, I'm very, very happy for you. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the things ancillary to that, you'll, if you get the course, you'll be tuned into one rent a lot of time. You'll hear video, like for example, the interview with honor, right. About mm -hmm. what cash we have to get available, you know, available for an event of a crash, right. Cause everything will be on sale. Mm -hmm. My wife and I are already strategizing. Okay. If, if this happens, we need cash. We've got equity here, here, and here, right. Like, so we're preparing and getting ready for that. Mm -hmm. Um, some of the additional bonus videos on Burr, for example, whether or not it's right in your market, like those kind of things. But I will tell you this, my advice to everybody, look at those bonus videos, but focus on the primary. Yes. Because for example, I was out on the market, my realtor was like, hey, look, I'm gonna drive you past my sister-in-law's house. Unfortunately, her husband passed away. Here's a great Burr. I mean, it was awesome. It was an awesome deal, but I had to turn to her and say, I don't focus on that right now, yeah. right? Because you know, I came from shiny object, but it's there, right? Yeah. But these things will grow out of just starting because focus, I would yes. have never seen that off market deal from her if I hadn't gone out to look yeah. at other things. Right. So these things will come. Um, and, uh, but stay focused. Awesome. If you're just starting out, just do the work and step through and it'll get you to success. Do the work. That's awesome. And then the last thing is something I've, I've added uh, is that private Facebook group just for students, uh, which I, which I like because it gives me one place to focus because I have so many people asking for my time and I'm like, okay, yeah, students first. Um, so I like, I like that. Is that valuable to you? Absolutely. We learn a lot from each other and, yeah. and uh, just kind of, you know, paging through, getting any of the updates who asked what question and how you answer those. I mean, yeah. I've asked <laughs> yeah, yeah. a few of them. Right. But it's, it's good to put it out there because we learn from each other through osmosis as well. Yes. For and sure. uh, it just, it creates a safe place for us to land 
you know, there's a lot of things that come up, a lot of questions and yeah. you're like, what if, but yeah. this or that, right? Yeah. So we're free to kind of come on and say, Hey, yeah. this is what I'm thinking about doing. Um, I guess my advice to people is it's not like Facebook where you're putting yeah. your life out there and everybody's going to look and it's, it's like-minded people. So it's private yeah. and, and, you know, you put your questions out there. I would like to know them. And yeah. uh, That's awesome. gosh, I, I rerun the course just over and over because you just, the more you listen to it, the more you get, the more you, you've been through a few rounds and you go through it again. You're like, what's that detail? You know, like, <laughs> why, not, why wasn't I looking for that? Like, like I, I went through one more time just about picking the area, which again, in the ah, bonus video, right? Yeah. How to pick an area. And I was like, okay, if I have to choose between great deal and other said great deal closer to a school, I chose that one. Right. Yeah. You know, so um, just these little things as you've been through, cause there's only so much you could take the first time around. Yeah. And then as you get and absorb that and it becomes second nature, the second time around, you get all that extra stuff. So uh, that's awesome. I'm glad I still have access to it. over. Uh, and over. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been fun, Kevin. I'm, I am very happy. Um, I'm very happy to see what you got out of it. That makes it because it, it, uh, it took a while to put together. So uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, it made a difference in your business. That That's awesome. Yeah, I'll tell you what we're doing. Uh, actually, Friday night, I'm having a cousin over and we are going to start kind of just talking about real estate. And he's, you know, talking about, hey, I have this bonus check coming in potentially in the first quarter. What am I doing? And I'm like, learn your market. <laughs> Handed him your book. And I was like, I recommend, like, you, like I will help you, right? Because I'm a little bit ahead of you. I am by no means probably the mentor anyone necessarily should have. I'm a few steps ahead, but I was like, get it, it's less than 200 bucks. Get this course right? Start to learn your market now. You've got 90 days. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's um, re I recommend it for those who are thinking about starting out, you're going to come into potentially some cash or you have 90 days to save. Start learning. You have so much you could do between now and when you have your down payment. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Kevin. This has been great. Right. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. I appreciate yours as well. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, buddy.